0: It's soup weather. Everybody knows it. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My mm-hmm. talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Holly Roberts keeping this whole show on the road. And uh, it is soup weather. And so um I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, I love soup.
1: I yeah, love I'm, I'm soup. Team soup for life.
0: Like no questions asked. I usually will make soup for the family maybe once probably twice a week. Uh, they're souped out, so I just have been lunching on my soups. Holly, are you drinking a soup right now? I'm currently enjoying a soup snack. See, look at that soup. Soup. It's for everything. 651 641 1071. What is your favorite soup? Side note, additional question for extra credit. Is chili a soup? No, God, don't. Uh, I know, I agree with you. I'm trying to
1: poke the chili bear.
0: I don't think it's a soup. I just get re you know me I get I, I want to be real specific if somebody if I say what's your soup of the day and somebody says chili I say that's not that's, that's not soup. then what is the soup though it's today meat gravy it's I need a soup what any anyway. ground
1: beef stew it's not soup um I'm glad that you brought this to our attention because Mm -hmm. I am a firm believer in soup, but I also am a firm believer that soup knows no season. And while I understand that Mm -hmm. this is a particularly super time to ladle some hot, liquid, savory Mm -hmm. uh, meals into your mouth, I mean, you can do this and you should do this all year. Anybody who tries to tell you that your soups belong Mm -mm. in a certain calendar
0: month is lying to you and
1: really trying to take the joy out of your mouth.
0: And that's rude. Yeah.
1: My partner, that's, by the way, the
0: person who does that to me all the time. Mm -hmm. 651-641-1071. Guess what he's having for dinner tonight. What's your favorite soup? What what kind of soup are you making for dinner, Bradley?
1: Actually, you know, I cheated this week because I needed... um, some like pre-made soups long story and um it's a chicken tomato spicy chicken tomato soup that they had at costco Mm. and like i will say i've been really really pleased with some of the like fresh made or not fresh made like pre-made soup options that are available for purchase gone are the days of like tinny canned soup
0: yeah you don't even need a can opener for a lot of them
1: No, it's just like comes in a big plastic jug. We had a lentil, a citrus lentil soup last night with sliced chicken braille that I delicately placed on top that was quite tasty. That sounds
0: great. 651-641-1071, what's your favorite soup? Holly, who do we have on the line? We have Jeff. Hello, Jeff. What's your favorite soup?
1: I am in love with uh, chicken wild rice. There's a certain magic about chicken soup during cold season, so I... I actually called QuickTrip corporate office and I said, make it available in all your stores. And did they? Uh, they said they would work on it. And when I went to one today, they had some and I had some.
0: Good! Well, Congrats. Good. Look at that the power uh, of speaking yeah. to the manager. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I Can I confess something? And I don't want to get hate mail. I'm not a huge chicken wild rice soup person. I get I it. I do like it, but it's not my go-to. Like, I really like a soupier soup.
0: Right. It's too chunky.
1: Yeah. Right. It's, sometimes it's a little too creamy. Th- and I'm so a, I, I, I like creamy soups, but I don't like them to be too, like, dippy. I don't I want to have to, to chew soupy.
0: my soup a lot. Part of the joy of the soup is that you don't have to chew so much. I feel like chicken wild rice soup is more akin to a chowder. Can we just start calling it Midwest chowder?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think so. sure.
0: Midwest yeah, I chowder. I like it. I and like and
1: it. trust, I do like a chowder now and again, but it's not my like favorite soup style.
0: Uh, 651-641-1071, what's your favorite soup? Holly, who do we have on the line? We have Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Gretchen, what's your favorite soup? My favorite soup lately is tomato leek. Ooh. Ooh,
1: tell us that. I mean, like, how do yeah, we do pota- that?
0: Potato leek soup. You get um, some, pota- some leeks. You get a bunch. You slice them up real thin, um, cook them in butter, and then add your broth and a whole bunch of cubed potatoes mm. and some parsley and spice, and oh, my gosh. My I like to then, when the potatoes are cooked, is you smash them all down with the smasher and mm-hmm. make it like a puree thing. But my husband likes the little chunks. Yeah, there I would go, like see? the chunks,
1: I think. I like broth and no. chunks.
0: <clears throat> and and I say chili is a stoop. A stoop. Like it's part stew, like part that. soup. I like yeah. it. Stoop. Gretchen, thank you very much for your insights. Um, I still believe chili is not a soup. I don't even actually, I think it gets to be its own genre. I feel like chili just just is chili. So, you know, if you're going to, don't, don't, again, don't call chili your soup of the day. Give me an actual soup. But if you've got chili, bonus, that's great. Thank you.
1: Yeah. If you were going to throw chili on the menu, Great.
0: But it don't call it soup. It's in its exactly. own. It's in its own category. Six five one six four one one oh seven one It's soup season. What's your favorite soup, Holly? Who do we have on the line? Let's go to Benjamin. Hello, Benjamin. Benjamin, what's your favorite soup? Uh, Split pea soup, extra ham,
1: extra carrots. Yes. Oh, I love a split pea soup.
0: I will say you're in good company here because whenever it's split pea day down in the uh, old cafeteria here at Hubbard High, uh, people get real excited. And by people, I mean Holly and Bradley. I hear that. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for your call. Holly, who else do we have on the line? We have Karen. Hello, Karen. Karen, what's your favorite soup? (laughs) What's your favorite soup? Sorry, it's okay. My favorite my favorite soup is a friend gave me a recipe, and it's called West African peanut stew. Ooh, I like this ooh. already. Okay, what's Tell in it? Tell us about mm-hmm. it. Oh man, it's just delicious. I it's I think I start with uh, you know onions. Um, I remember that there's chopped up butternut squash oh, in it.
1: Ooh, you could okay. do
0: sweet potato, but I do butternut squash. Uh huh. Um, Like chicken broth, Um, you do put in some chicken. You don't have to. Um, uh, It's got kale, some chopped up kale Mm -hmm. in it, some tomato in it. And you're looking at it going, oh man, this, I don't know, this doesn't look right. But then you put in, I think it's about a cup of peanut butter.
1: Oh my God. Mm.
0: Oh. Yeah, it looks real good. It sounds
1: amazing.
0: That oh, looks fantastic. Really I love that. Thank you for uh, telling us about that because now I'm putting that I'm, pin- I'm putting that on my Pinterest board. I have a Pinterest board <laughs> called Soup. There your it is, soup. Oh my and God. <laughs> that's where I of get all my soup recipes. Uh, I love that. Thank I you all for my your soups
1: call. on my soup board. Listen, it's called
0: Soup. There it is. It is, and we oh. do it. Di- we I try to like mix in a different soup every week, so we're always trying something new. <laughs>
1: oh my god i will say can i also i just want to sing the praises so The thing that I have grown into and, you know, have explored as I have indulged my inner soupiness Mm -hmm. is the importance of accoutrement. So, like, you need to add some texture to your soups and layer them with Mm. flavor. So, for example, (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking like this. Mm. But the thing that I love is making fresh croutons and putting that on top of soup with some, like, shaved cheese or something. Oh, my God. It's so good. like pan fried bread crumbs on top of your you know fresh bowl of soup trust me it is a game changer it
0: doesn't sound bad i can tell you that right now
1: but you can do that with nuts too like you can just pan toast some nuts i bet and sprinkle them on top Oof.
0: holly what's your favorite soup my favorite soup, I like a butternut squash. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm talking like that, uh-uh. but yes, I like a butternut squash soup. Anything with a gourd is usually on the... <laughs> oh, I my gourd. <laughs> oh, my gourd. That's the name of my Pinterest board. I bet. <laughs> oh,
1: my gourd. It's on the Oh, my
0: gourd board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for asking, you guys. I have a... There's a soup that I'm obsessed with that's a roasted... soup. Hey, yeah, thanks. What? What's your favorite soup? Thank you for asking. Uh, it's... Uh, it's a crock pot soup that I like to make with a, it, you roast the cauliflower first of all, yeah. but then you add like, it has like a little kick to it cause it's got some curry in there, but then you blend it all up and, the thing about blended up cauliflower is that it just is like a velvety, creamy good. Yeah. And then you got the spicy and the curry, and then you just oh, drazzle yeah. some honey on it.
1: Don't say drazzle. You
0: drazzle <laughs> it on. And it just, there's like a little sweet and spice. Oh, it's so, oh, yeah. it's my favorite. It's velvety. I love doing yum. that
1: even just with like butternut squash. You can drizzle some honey and some hot pepper. <sighs> yeah. Yes.
0: Can I also give you a hot tip on the butternut squash soup? I learned this this year. It gives it a whole different flavor, like almost a caramely sweet flavor if you roast that stuff before you put it. Oh, yeah.
1: Always, like, always, always create layers ugh. of flavor, saute, sear, roast, ugh. and then make your soup. Because otherwise you're just going to have a blob. Because how many times in perfecting the perfect soup have you, you know, ended up with just a bowl of stuff that doesn't really taste but hot? Yeah. Right? You're like, well, there's hot liquid here, but no, you got to you gotta do on.
0: some stuff. You gotta... You gotta yeah. jazz it up.
1: Crusty bread. Mm. Yes. <sighs> when crackers. We,
0: when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show from soups to goops, uh, gooper scoopers after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. i I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Traynor. Hi. Hi. Holly Roberts keeping us on the straight and narrow today. And, uh, you know, whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, all the strange things she's trying to push on her Goop website, uh, we call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers.
1: Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Scoopa goopa
0: scoop-a.
1: That's just what they do. Goopa, scoop-a, goopa,
0: scoop-a. There's always stupid stuff on goop. What's goopin' in? Oh Gwyneth Paltrow has released the goop Valentine's Day gift guide because that's a thing. Oh, um, I bet there's gonna be some sexy stuff. Okay. Well, first of all, here's the first thing you need to know. It is it is um it is it is categoried as such. It's divided. That's the word. It's divided into four different categories. Um, Bleep you. Uh, Bleep off. Bleep me. And bleep it. So, they think they're being cute, first of all, which is great. Well,
1: that's on brand.
0: Right? Um, And in in the... Okay, look, I'll just... I'm just going to say right off the top... That each category features multiple uh personal toys now listen, I gotta be real real. I don't have any kind of truck with that, so please do not at me. But what I do have a truck with is that most slash all of these toys are available at you know local retailers and or on the Amazons, and like this is just like, this is just her brand right now, right? So she, she's just throwing a bunch of vibrating things on a gift yeah, guide leaning, and saying, buy my stuff.
1: She's leaning hard into this genre. Yeah. Like she's going all in, like getting all up in there. Yes. Getting real hard after it.
0: I hear what you're saying. And um, she's not even going to give you a two-finger discount on it. No, she's not, Holly Roberts. That is sick. I do also want you to know she's the other thing she's leaning real hard into is these candles that smell like things.
1: I I don't understand.
0: So one of them is this smells like my prenup. Fine.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say something.
0: (laughs) Well, I know. But there's I mean, so some they're not all disgusting. But uh, I just want to draw your that
1: even smell like
0: a prenup. Yeah, I would imagine paper and money.
1: Oh my God! What? (laughs) What? I'm just looking at some of the dumb things that she's selling, and who needs? I would like to meet the person who buys the 199 dollar lube warmer. What? Like, like you need to warm your lube?
0: Or if you do, you got hands. Or like sit on it. Or or my grandma's dachshund used to lay on one.
1: (laughs) Or just sit on it. I mean, come on. Yeah, you don't need. Yeah. No, Nobody needs to spend 100 a night. Like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. Hold on. Let me plug in my lube warmer. <laughs> like, yeah, That's sorry. a way to get in the took, mood. You killed the mood.
0: Right. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of... The, uh, she's got... By the way, she's got her DTF supplements on there because that's what you want your that's Valentine to hand you on Valentine's Day. Here, honey. Yeah.
1: Are you? I mean, again, it's just... It's so obvious. She's a one... She is a one horse town of dirty (laughs) nasties.
0: So, you know, you know that she's going to not, you know, in addition, uh, somewhere within the pile of vibrators and supplements and candles that smell like things, she's got to throw some things in there that are going to make your eyes just absolutely pop right on out of your head. For example, the champagne vending machine that she links to Neiman Marcus. It's $38,000.
1: We've we done this. or Where have I talked about this in my life? Somewhere I've talked about this. This is a, a known thing. This um, champagne vending machine. This is a thing I think people do for weddings.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure. And I've seen them in, in hotels before. Um, and fine. Okay. Can we talk? Do you need one of those in your house? Because I just have a refrigerator.
1: Well, I feel like if you're fancy... You need a refrigerator for everything. Like, I would have a snack fridge where it would for just sure. have snacks.
0: But do you need a vending machine?
1: <laughs> no. To but refrigerate I do need a-
0: your f- champagne?
1: I really hope you're going to get me the $75 tuning fork uh, and the $2,300 first American edition of Anna Karenina.
0: What are you tuning?
1: um your vibrations
0: okay the other thing is if you are into nfts you can also grab that celestial bodies nft <sighs> no, don't, no thanks not don't,
1: don't time for that sorry uh when no,
0: we thanks. come back Bye. dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiot after this on my talk 1071 of it's the Colleen All and Bradley right. Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. That is your name. And uh, we have some dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about. We call them crazy, stupid.
1: Idiots! Well, then,
0: I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy, Stupid Idiots.
1: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of
0: Florida Florida. and sometimes other places. Like? Like like where, Bradley?
1: Thanks for asking.
0: Florida. Oh,
1: We're going to go to Florida today to begin our Crazy Stupid Idiot segment. And I want to tell you about a suspect who was found with some stuff. Suspicious. It was was suspicious. In fact, it uh, was in response to a call to 911 about a suspicious person. um, Eric Bennett. He's 30 years old. He was encountered by police on a Vero Beach street. An officer. Uh, described Bennett as, quote, visibly intoxicated mm. on an unknown substance. Uh, also, large bulges in his shorts.
0: Oh, well.
1: Large bulges.
0: Exciting.
1: Well, you should ask front or back. Oh. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. Um, anyway, it's what those bulges were. And why he said he had them that earned Mr. Bennett crazy stupidity at status. So, first of all, what do you think he had in his shorts that were bulging? I'm
0: guessing drugs.
1: Yes. Yeah, Aww. drug
0: bulge. Avocado. Mm.
1: Yeah, and he's like, I just I like to eat an avocado on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so when they said, okay, why why do you have these drugs on you? What did he say he was going to use the drugs for?
0: What he was what he was going to use the drugs for?
1: Uh-huh. He
0: was uh-huh. going to use them for something.
1: So specifically I will say one of the delivery mechanisms for the drugs in this case were syringes. Mm. So the drugs were in some syringes. Okay. And it's what he was going to do with those syringes that will change your life forever. He's like, oh. I'm not going to use these for drugs. I'm, I'm going to use
0: them for, um, art. Syringe no. art Was. no. That would be
1: that would be actually pretty uh, mm-hmm. thoughtful mm-hmm. Uh, of an okay. idea. No, he like remember he's in Florida. He's on a beach. What is near a beach? The ocean. Yeah. Now, what's in the ocean? Fishies. Yes. Oh,
0: was he gonna administer diabetes medicine to the local dolphins?
1: <laughs> hey, that's a brilliant idea. No,
0: he was just <laughs> gonna go fishing. With syringes. Yeah. Yeah, the very popular new pastime of syringe fishing. They were like, sir, you've got bulges in your
1: pockets and I'd like to know what's going on. He goes, I have hypodermic needles for fishing. Okay. Um, I don't think we do that.
0: No, I don't feel like that's right? part of the kit. You know, I've never seen, the, I
1: guess you could like do undersea, like, you know, if you catch a fish really quickly, pew, you you know, stab, stab.
0: It's like spearfishing, miniature. Spear fishing
1: with a syringe. Like just
0: tiny little fishies.
1: Yeah, Aww. no. Clearly that was not the case. And therefore he was arrested and booked into county jail where he's being held in lieu of a $7,500 bond and has had previous convictions for grand theft, DUI, driving without a license, possession of drug paraphernalia, and probation violations. Great. Bye! Where are we going next? Connect, I cut. Ooh, what's going on there?
0: Ooh, we're going to meet James Ianazo. And uh, there's, like, sad parts of this story and, like, regrettable parts of this story. Definitely a viral part of this story, but... Um, it starts at uh, a Robex store in Fairfield, Connecticut.
1: What's a Robex? Isn't that what the kids, I, don't they use them, Robux?
0: No, right? I don't know. I got to be honest. I don't know what a Robex is. I'm guessing that it is some kind of department store that maybe we don't have here. Um okay. Uh, Oh, no, it is. okay. because I was going to say that there was a smoothie shop probably within it. But no, it actually just is a smoothie franchise. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So because this all uh, revolves around a smoothie, he went to a Robex and he ordered a smoothie on Saturday. Um, He did ask that there not be any peanut butter in the smoothie and they obliged. Okay. And then he handed peanut the smoothie butter. on over to his son, and his son had a peanut allergy. And okay. um, later, he was forced to call 911 because oh, of no. the fact that his son was suffering from an allergic reaction. Oh, now, no. so all of that's terrible. Butter. There was, well, there was probably peanuts in it. Now, the there's there's tricky parts of the story because, you know... You there's a difference between saying please don't put peanut butter in it and saying my son has a peanut allergy, because there would be different protocol for a peanut allergy. They would have to separate, and you know, and have information about what actually does have nuts in it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they'd have to like really be mindful of cross contamination. But all of that aside, it's the way that Mister Iannazzo or Iannazzo um, h- handled his frustration about how this went down that is what makes him a crazy stupid idiot
1: all right what's going on with this dude
0: well he showed up at the robex uh and uh went a little bonkers he uh yelled at the employees he shouted expletives in the store he threw a smoothie at an employee um he said some um racially motivated things. Oh,
1: God. Oh it was God. all
0: around bad. It was just all around bad. He did end up turning himself into authorities. Um, the employees at the store uh, told the police that he did not tell them about his son's peanut allergy. He simply requested that there was no peanut butter in the be- beverage, which I explained is a different... That's a totally different yeah. situation. Yeah, totally. Uh, turns out the guy has um, lost his job because of this.
1: Oh, did it go viral or something? It went viral. Yeah. And
0: he said some stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Don't do this, people. Yeah. Like you're all, what does Colleen always say?
0: All, you're always on camera. You're yeah, always on you,
1: camera. I mean, really, the thing to say is just don't be a jerk your whole life um, because you'll be revealed, mm-hmm. and then the world will judge you accordingly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be a better person. Um because, you know, on one hand, you could understand why somebody would be frustrated. On the other hand, you're an adult, and we all know how to respond when we're angry in public or we should anyway and clearly mm-hmm. he didn't and so now he's being held accountable yeah
0: his attorney uh frank j riccio ii who's well, the sounds fancy i know right who's the attorney for mr Ionazzo, uh said when faced okay. with a dire situation for his son mr Ionazzo's parental instinct kicked in and he acted out of anger and fear
1: yeah but mm. you know i've been afraid many times mm-hmm. in my life
0: mm-hmm. did you throw smoothies no. Mm-hmm. Did you did you call people racist names? No. 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 Yeah. No. I mean, listen, I understand there's a lot about it that I understand, but the part I that I just- stop understanding is when you actually go and threaten people and act out physically like Do that. Do
1: you know The worst thing I do, and I just did this uh, to somebody the other day, I, like, throw a stern look. Like, that is as much Mm -hmm. as you're ever going to get out of me in public. Yeah. If I am, you know, that said, I I have not been in a situation of this nature. I'm not going to tell you the situation because it doesn't, it's irrelevant. But I will say that my response was to look the person in the eyes with, like, a, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to say menacing grin. Yeah. But, like, just, like... Are you serious? Did mm-hmm. you just do this thing? And that's the most you're going to get out of mm-hmm. me. I would never. I am not a throwy, you know, screamy, yelly person. I'm just going to look at you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to get I it I am out. not
1: happy right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: FYI. I will yeah. say, like, I have. There have been times when my kids have been involved that I have not been my best self in a situation. Oh, do you want to tell us about the time on a boss? For example or i mean this actually just no, but happened it's your kids it's totally right. different this just happened on a flight actually we were trying to board a flight and uh not enough people had checked their luggage and so we were like the last ones on and they were like hey we got to separate if you don't have carry-on luggage you got to go on the plane and if you do you have to stay here well my two youngest children didn't have carry-on luggage but the other three of us did yeah. So then my kids, my two youngest kids who have no idea where they're supposed to sit are like yeah. wandering around the plane by themselves. And Aww. I'm like, I can't. I was so angry. I was like, no. And so I, you know, you go into mom mode, but I did not throw anything.
1: <laughs> and you didn't punch somebody without a mask. And I didn't punch you, anybody. That, remember that lady?
0: Yes. I mean, I wasn't my best self. I said some stuff, but I wasn't. I did not throw anything.
1: Yeah, that's because you throw word. We're, we use I throw words. words. We are word crafters.
0: <laughs> also, I was you know, really lens tired. Crafters.
1: <laughs> Colleen and Bradley are just word crafters. Word crafters.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you have another crazy stupid idiot?
1: You know I do, but we, we don't, don't have, have time, time really for that. It's not all that exciting. So it's okay, we'll just I just we'll wait till tomorrow. I, just I was far, far more excited crazy, about you idiot. telling us about the last time you were not your best self.
0: Oh, Trust that was not even the last time. That was just the most recent that I can recall. <laughs> I'm sure my husband would be able to tell you more stories. I am a nice person. I think it's important to say that in this moment. Oh, of course. On Absolutely, my best. Absolutely one hundred
1: percent. Just don't, you know.
0: Don't cross my kids.
1: Don't I was gonna say. Don't come between a mother and her Mm-mm. children.
0: When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, tis the time of day where we play a very important game. What is that game called, Bradley? The throwback Lot. After this on my talk one oh seven one.